Hashtag SFMBTH. Yeah, you see, these little things are not are not fair. I mean, how can one person be fifty six million rand richer? Just one person. Imagine, or imagine those other people who are rich out there, those billionaires. That is not fair. That is why we have what we call inequality in this world, because a small number of people they accumulate all those funds there so when it comes to inequality it will never end hi aldrin uh thomas from randberg here um high school teacher i deal with vaping kids all the time uh kids as young as grade eight you know 13 14 they have vapes on them um i would probably go so far as to say about 30 percent of the kids in high school are probably vaping um and then unfortunately the staff are as well you know staff have stopped smoking cigarettes and they vape but then they they vape in front of students hi aldrin i'm already giving a thumbs up to minister of public works he's been upbeat since when he was uh, uh, an mec for i mean premier of kwazulu natal these are people we, we, we want to work with, such as Minister of Home Affairs, Delhi Sufi as well. You see, those three guys, yeah, yeah. These, these gentlemen show uh, enthusiasm in their work. They, they, they try to work very hard to deliver to the, to, to the nation of South Africa. Thank you. It's Willie Nkuma, Stilfontaine. Okay, we're told that the minister is actually in a meeting currently, so hopefully he will be done just after half past five. So we'll speak to him just before we close the show. That's the Minister of Public Works and Infrastructure, Sikhle um, Zigalala. We got a text here from one of our listeners, Gyabeto, on that conversation that we had about um, sexual abuse of men, saying that, Hi, Alden, I'm a social worker in a private practice. I volunteer to give free counselling to the two victims who have been sexually violated. I am based in Bloemfontein. Thank you so much, Gabeto. We'll try to get them in touch with you and uh, yeah, and then you guys can take it from there. Really appreciate your response and also that you'd like to assist. Conversations that you connect with and react to. SAFM. 0614-104-107. And you can also drop me a tweet at Aldrin Simpia. Our studio line is 086-000-2032. We are now going to head over uh, to Limpopo where we speak to the health spokesperson there, Neil Shikwambana. Five hospitals in Limpopo are without water after angry residents from BPD closed supply from the Nandoni Dam that supplies water to the region. The residents are protesting about water scarcity in the area and the lack of response from government. They say that they've been dependent on the small rivers and water tanks for water. Neil Shukwamban are now joining us on the line. Neil, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. Um, is the situation still dire? Yeah, thank you, Adrian, and good afternoon to the listeners. Look, um, we, we still where we were in the morning. Um, there's still no resolution in place, but the Municipal uh, leadership has actually made the promise that they are busy engaging with the community stakeholders to get a solution to this problem. Because uh, if it's not solved, we are likely going to get to a worse point. Because if you look at some of the facilities that we have listed above, it's already bad. For instance, if you look at uh, Hani Psychiatric Hospital, um, they 
can't even do laundry, they can't do anything. Chilidin Hospital is the biggest hospital in the region, the regional hospital. Um, they don't have water in their wards, uh, the bathrooms there, they use the uh, buckets because they, 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 they rely on balls, which uh, the pressure is very, is very minimal. So mm. it, it's quite a very, very uh, precarious situation that we're in uh, here in the province, but in the region currently. Yep. So, so what sort of alternative do you have now for the hospitals and do these also include clinics? Yes, uh, there are clinics that are, are, are affected. Um, look, the the alternatives that we have been uh, utilizing throughout, because the protest started last week, but uh, the the bes- uh, besieging of the, uh, the treatment waterworks at uh, Evonde and also Nandoni started, I think, uh, sometimes uh, earlier this week, where the municipality could not uh, purify water at all and be able to supply. So because of that, they could not even, they were also struggling to supply us with tankers because usually when you've got the uh, mm. challenges of bulk uh, water supply in facilities, the municipality will come in and uh, supply us with uh, water tankers since they are a, 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 a water authority. They've been doing that, but it's, it's, it's actually a bit difficult for them because what, what the community members, even today, the municipal, we were told by the municipality that the municipal employees were at the Born the water treatment supply to fix the pipes that have been vandalized by community members, uh, but community members refused them to touch the pipes there. So it's quite a difficult situation um, that we're having. Some of the boreholes in the facilities, unfortunately, um, are of low yield. And if you look at the hospital, it, it requires a whole lot of uh, water to be able to function optimally. So we're utilizing the minimal minimal that we're getting from the boreholes. Um, also looking at the tankering, which is not coming through as we wish it would because of the blockages at the community level. Sure. Um, now, considering that the municipality is unable to supply uh, tankers, what's the alternative for the department? Because you're also dealing here with an environment where patients could be susceptible to any infection and bacterial infection. Exactly, exactly, uh, Aldrin. Um, the the issue with with uh, water supply in hospitals that it's not only a question of service delivery, but uh, also an issue of infection control. There, so I think we would have to look at alternatives or looking at uh, maybe private suppliers in the meantime, because it's not a situation that we could just look at. But we're monitoring it. The municipality had promised us that it is by the end of business today. They would have found the reason. They would have uh, actually found each other with the community leaders. Uh, who are leading the protest there, so that at least by tomorrow uh, their employees could go back to the plant and, and be able to purify water and send to us. So if not, we'd have to look outside the municipality, something that we wish we should not, because as is, uh, things are already expensive. You're also looking at uh, alternative energy in terms of um, um, generators uh, because of load shedding. Now you would have to look at alternative water supply at a private level because of this kind of things. Uh, it, it's quite uh, difficult. Also considering the fact that we are trying to deal with issues of cholera in our nearby provinces, which could um, actually actually uh, spill over to us and we encouraging people to keep a clean environment, yeah. wash their hands and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's quite a challenge uh, for us, Elgin, uh, where we are. But we're just hoping that at least the municipality will be able to sort this issue as the water thing yeah. for it. So, so, so with this um, uh, protest action that has been taken by these community members, this obviously would, sub- would also impact on houses, right? Yes, of course, yes. 
Yeah, because the the the, the blockages. I think we are collateral damage uh, of yeah. some sort. Uh, the, the the issue is that the community members, without necessarily speaking for the water service, but from the assessments that we're getting from the municipalities and and other stakeholders, that this community are saying, if we can't get water while we're staying next to the dams, so no one should be getting this water. So hence they blocked the what we call. So also the community members in that area of Toyando, uh, Delhi area, and Chawan and also looking at DOPP and all those areas, the the households are affected. They they are, they are not getting a bulk water supply, which we think it's a it, it could be a trigger for 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 serious challenges uh, that are related to water shortages. Okay, so right now, what water is the hospitals and clinics using? Where are they getting that water from? Um, we still um, utilizing the little that we're able to get through tankering uh, that like I said it's not coming uh, as much as we want to and we're also um, trying to drain from our, our bowls which um, is not actually um, it, that doesn't allow us to operate in, in a manner that we would want to mm-hmm. uh, for instance uh, things like laundries and other things would have to be taken out of the region and be washed uh, maybe outside the region we're considering taking some of the laundries from the hospitals there in Vembe which are not uh, able to get water probably to Capricorn where there's water in Mopan which are nearby regions, those kind of things so that we, the little water that we get from those we can be able to utilize for uh, flushing of toilets, uh, cooking for patients and, 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 and bathing patients as it were well, thank you so much for your time. Um, that is Neil Shikwambane, the spokesperson for the Department of Health in Limpopo, following the protest action um, by residents um, there who have now damaged the infrastructure that is supposed to supply water for treatment from the Nandoni Dam.